Oh, hey, folks. Welcome along to the podcast for the Rush Hour with Katie Lamb and Andrew Embley. Now, why did I speak Scottish to start with? That's right. Because we spoke spoke to to Drew McIntyre. From WWE. Now, he had a delightful Scottish accent. Also, he kind of has the Jason Momoas about him. He does, actually. Yeah. But I'm not sure if he's going to like speaking to us. Why? Because 24 hours hours after we spoke to him, he got beaten up in Dubai. He did too. World Championships. We spoke to him ahead of his big WWE fight. So Mm. our our chat was really um, inspirational. I mean, we we tried to inspire him. Mm. We had the opposite effect. I mean, he wasn't going to win, but, you know, yeah. Yeah. You gave him something. And he was good. He, he, He fought very well, but just couldn't get enough. I didn't watch it. I'm aware you didn't. <laughs> I did. I missed it too. Did you? Of course, of course I did. I'm a big WWE fan. Are you? Yes. God. You should take it up. You should do it. Well, the that next time Drew McIntyre wants to chat, why don't you take over and do it? You idiots. Uh, here's the podcast. <laughs> this is the chat with Drew McIntyre, WWE superstar. Fair to say there's a bit of a buzz here in, in the studio because Drew McIntyre is joining us on the Rush Hour with Embers and Katie. Drew McIntyre. Hello and welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, I mean, first of all, Drew, love the accent, the Scottish warrior. Um, I bet you get that a lot, yeah? Maybe once or twice, but thank you. <laughs> Making me blush. Hey, there's been a big build-up, Drew. Uh, how are you feeling in uh, in the lead-up to this weekend? Feeling good. Uh, there's a huge buzz on the ground over here in Saudi Arabia. I haven't really... You know, I've been thinking too much about the big show, the big match the past week. I like to clear my head before big matches. So I went back to Scotland for a few days. I had a nice Scottish wedding. Got away from it all, got back to where it all began, and then I uh, flew straight here. Actually, uh, had a show in Glasgow first after the wedding. Uh, so I had a you know, WWE show in front of my uh, home fans and promised them a world title. So I better deliver because if I don't deliver and I go back to Scotland, they're going to batter me. <laughs> well, I must, um, when you go back to Scotland, mate, uh, do all your mates get hold of you and do they say, come on, Drew, come with us, let's go to the pub and have a beer and at the same time you're thinking, you know what, I've got something pretty important to, to prepare for. Hey, I mean, it's not so much something pretty important to prepare for. Like, I know I'm ready for the match. It's just uh, the time and the amount of people I have to see and trying to prioritise who I, I do see in the few days I have home. So I did get to see you know, family, um, friends, uh, my new nephew that I'd never met before. He's seven months old. Yeah. My other nephew is five. Had a little Halloween party with them. And um, once I got to the wedding, then there was a lot of people I hadn't seen in years. There was literally people coming up saying hi. I hadn't seen in twenty years, which was unreal. Yeah. Uh, Where's your name tag? Time <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, the time went by so quick. I've been in America sixteen years now, and just wow. uh, it's wild how fast it's gone by. Who does uh, Drew McIntyre dress up as for Halloween? Like you can just dress up as yourself. I could, but that's not very fun. My wife and I usually go overboard at Halloween and try and top ourselves each year. Yeah, this no. year was my was my idea. We went as the uh, twins from The Shining. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ter- yes. Terrified of the locals in Scotland. No doubt. <laughs> my caution. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> is uh, Halloween big in Scotland? Uh, yeah, uh, it is big. It's not as big as it is in America. Like, it's yeah. like a, you know, no religion in America, just how crazy it gets, especially you know, where I live in the national. Area, just every house is decorated. Everybody's 
out trick-or-treating. Everybody's got a costume on. But uh, for my wife and I, we adopted it as our favorite holiday. And, yeah, we go overboard every year. I'm sure the pictures are on my Instagram if you want to laugh. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. <laughs> hey, um, now we spoke to a uh, horse jockey the other day, and I asked him preparing for a big ride, his diet. What does he eat before a big game? And he said, listen, I don't eat anything. I'm in this sauna trying to lose weight. Now, I presume your diet would be a little bit different to that. Uh, <laughs> can you tell us what you're eating preparing for a shoe fight in Saudi Arabia? I eat everything and anything. Yeah. Uh, drives people crazy that I don't really have a particular diet. So tell us um, what, a, what just, a normal day would be for you. Yeah, first thing in the morning, I get my eggs. I'm between 8 and 10. And 8 and 10. Know, some How do you have your eggs for, cooked? Throw them over easy or an omelette form. Yep. You know, throw some cheese and whatever I've got in the fridge in there. So I'll start the day with that. And then a couple hours later, I have these meal prep meals that are – just like burgers and things that I like, meatballs and the like. So every couple hours, every few hours, I'll have one of those. And if the wife's making or ordering Mexican food or pizza, I'll eat that as well. Drives everyone nuts. But I'm 6'5", long long limbs, high metabolism, so i got to eat as much as possible. I'm about 280 pounds, about... Kilos, I'm not 100% sure. If anyone's got a calculator there, I'm about 19 and a half stone, about 280 pounds, whatever that equates. Wow. Did you work that out, yeah, kilos? Yeah, yeah, it's, Give me a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, that would be the dream to just be able to, in your profession, eat whatever you like. I mean, that is, honestly, that is living. Congratulations. <laughs> you are living the dream. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, driving yourself insane with all these diets and stuff. I mean, I guess if you have a particular look you're trying to keep or whatever, like for me, it's like I want to be as big, as impressive as possible, look like the Scottish warrior, big, hairy and intimidating and eating everything and anything as long as I work out hard. Officially for you, Em, is 127 kilos. 127 kilos, six foot five. Wow. uh, Embers isn't far off. Yeah, I'm nearly the same weight as you, but uh, just a little bit different, different. (laughs) Hey, uh, tell us about Saudi Arabia, Drew, because we've seen them, obviously, there's an enormous amount of money. Um, We've seen some big horse races there, and of of course, in recent times, the UFC, some big boxing fights, and now the WWE. Uh, Just tell us about um, the locals and how they're getting around the sport. Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting and awesome to watch just the progress over the past few years i think wwe were one of the first kind of big events to come to saudi arabia and part of the the changes they're making over here so i think i want to say it's 2018 the first time i came over and uh had in my mind i didn't know what to expect then when i got to meet the local people and met the local technology what they were about our product and just how excited everybody was everybody was taking selfies male and female and it was just such an eye-opener for me, and to see the, the progress throughout that time, especially watching some of our females become, I believe, the first females to compete in Saudi Arabia, and not just watch the match itself go down, look into the crowd, you know, the young women and girls crying and chanting, like, this has changed. Uh, it's been very cool just to see how far things are coming and have came. Hey, a uh, big crowd, no doubt, this weekend. How was it when you uh, won the championship during during COVID, literally in, in front of oh. an empty crowd? I mean, that just sounds sad. I um, mean, such a great moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was nobody there. It wasn't exactly how I pictured it when I was a kid when I said I wanted to be WWE champion. I didn't think I had to add in in front of people because you assume there's always, um, you know, everything had shut down. Every sport and entertainment company had shut down and WWE decided to push ahead as the only original content during that time and take our biggest show of the year, WrestleMania, over two days. 
that was the last match. Yeah. Um, you know, people needed a smile. Hopefully my victory would, you know, give them that big smile at the end of the weekend. Hey, growing up in Scotland, was it something that you always wanted to do? Did you always want to be WWE? Did, uh, was there a role model that you looked up to or did this sort of um, just come across your radar uh, once you got a little bit older? Like I'd seen it at my older cousin's house. They loved yeah. wrestling and my brother and I were kids. We'd watch it from behind like the couch, almost like it was forbidden to watch. And um, I knew from that moment, Brett the Hitman Heart was my favorite. My dad tells a story of uh, getting the family together, like a family meeting. You read about all these stories in my book, The Chosen Destiny, My Chosen Destiny, available now. But um, yeah, my dad says, I just sat him down and said, you know, when I grew up, I'm going to be in WWE. His thought process was, okay, in WWE, like every other kid says, I'm going to be a wrestler, I'm going to be a footballer, I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm going to ride a dinosaur professionally one day. <laughs> Eventually, you know, you grow out of our kids to the darndest things, but I meant it. And by the time I was uh, 15, I told my mom, I'm way behind schedule. I need to start training. And then uh, I started training at 15. And it was a 24-hour commute just to get to lessons, like 12 hours there, lessons, 12 hours wow. back. And I debuted professionally at 16. It was my part-time job through school and university. And then uh, my last year at uni, I got signed to WWE. Uh, finished the degree and went to America. Hey, uh, just quickly, there are a lot of Aussies on the WWE roster at the moment. What's like, who's the biggest Aussie badass in the WWE? The biggest badass yeah. is Rhea Ripley. Um, you know, the other one was annoying is over here and being loud, so I got to hear properly. <laughs> yeah, can you tell him to shut up? <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't. It's impossible. I'd have to knock him out. <laughs> So, so when you beat Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins this weekend uh, at Crown Jewel, is Grayson Waller going to get a bit of a fistful from you sometime soon? Yeah, if he gets in my way or he doesn't shut his mouth, I'll just gonna, you'll probably read about it on the internet because, you know, I think he'd be too scared to challenge me to my match. <laughs> just smash him backstage. That'll be fine. Have you ever been to Perth before? I have. Um, with WWE the first time, it's probably 2008, eight nine. Okay. the first time I was there. And um, I actually went when I was gone from WWE for a few years. I did an Australia tour and uh, one of the star bosses in Perth. One thing I've not done yet is get in the water with the sharks because I'm terrified. But I keep telling myself I'm going to do it. And I did, I did Shark Week on the Discovery Channel a couple of years ago. And I wanted to help raise awareness, raise awareness about how important sharks are for you know us, the doctors of the sea, and very important for the, you know, the ecosystem of the sea and us in general. So I wanted to raise awareness. And most of us are terrified because of the movies like me. And I got in a shark tank. And the Atlantic Aquarium for Shark Week, and I kept saying I'll get in a real cage eventually. You know, Perth is one of the places that yeah. I said eventually I'll do it, and I'll do it for you know to raise a positive awareness about sharks. That well, we what do we need can... them, and we need to stop this stigma about. Drew, so we can get you in your speedos, okay? We'll get you down to Cottesloe Beach and you can uh, walk in there, put one foot in, put one left foot in, left, right foot, and then just get straight back out. We'll take a photo and then you can say you've swimmed in one of the most beautiful beaches in the world with sharks. I like it. I like it. Whereabouts is uh, neighbours and home and away from? Uh, they're yeah. over east. The other side of the country. Yeah, yeah. but, but Perth is where you want to be.
I know it's where I want to be, like for yeah. sure. If I say I want to do the shark thing, but yeah, eventually. Oh no, I've been to Ramtishri actually one time. So that was uh, neighbours. So I think, yeah, I need to check it from whatever I'm going to wear eventually. Something a little bit less scary than uh, sharks, Drew, are our quokkas. And you can only find them on Rottnest Island, which is an island just over from Perth. So if you, if you have some spare time, jump on a ferry, head over to Rottnest, and there everyone gets a quokka selfie. So make sure you do that, okay? Quokkas. Yeah. yeah, they it look like giant looks like rats. A small rat. Yes. But they're like kind of cute in a way, but they're not really. I don't know. They're always smiling. Yeah, they're always smiling. They're yeah. weird looking. Google it. I don't know. I'm going to have to Google it. But yeah, I mean, there's certain things over there that when I was visiting, I was about to pick up and I was told, you don't want to pick that up because they have certain diseases that you don't want to catch and you have to explain yeah. to your wife that you caught yeah. it from a koala bear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, make sure you don't pick up Kate yeah. Lamb when you see her. She's always got uh, lots of diseases every time. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> hey, uh, we're really excited to have you in Perth. 60,000 people at Optus Stadium and we're really looking forward to getting yourself and all the team from WWE coming over. Hey, appreciate your time in the rush hour, Drew. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you for having me, gang. And I'll see you all when I get to Perth and I'll be swimming with those sharks. Yeah, yeah. you will. Yeah. Bad boy. Yeah. Those guys. Bye. Okay.